What's up, my fellow lionesses and lions? Welcome to the Project Lioness podcast. We are here to disrupt the mainstream narrative when it comes to health, holism, and human consciousness. We are here to share bold truths about health and life from a female perspective. This episode is brought to you by our team, Inspire Co., where we stand for your health being inspired by choice rather than being inhibited by chance. Thank you for being here and joining in on these raw, real, and powerful conversations. We hope our show brings you inspiration and empowerment to overcome challenges, reclaim your life, and ultimately pursue your mission with power, purpose, and play. Now, let's get into the episode. What's up? people. It's Dr. Mel here. And this is the Project Linus podcast. Obviously, if you clicked on the link, you hopefully know where you're going. But if you don't, and you seem to click on a link and you're wondering how the hell did I get here? Welcome to the Project Linus podcast. This is your host, one of your co-hosts, Dr. Mel. And I am solo streaming today. I am solo casting today. And on the day of this recording, it is the 4th of July. And I am super inspired. I woke up with tons of energy. I woke up so inspired to just get to work. Now, I don't necessarily, I'm not a huge advocate of like working all the time. But if you're inspired by what you do and you wake up with a hit of inspiration, Ride that hit, baby. If it happens to fall on a holiday, who cares? (laughs) You know, I think there's this like cultural narrative of like, oh, you have to take these days off. And then these days you don't get to take off when you're the creator of your destiny and you're the creator of your, your reality. You get to choose what you get to do each day, right? You get to be inspired by what you do each day and if it happens to fall on a, a rainy 4th of July and you're inspired to make a podcast, then freaking do it, man, or woman, or however you identify. So this episode and the next couple episodes are going to be little mini sound bites. So probably not as long as your typical 45 minute to hour conversation with myself and our other lioness co-hosts, but rather nuggets of wisdom, nuggets of information, and nuggets of tangible strategies that you can apply to your life in this very moment. Now, this one may not be as nuggetable. I don't even know if that's a word, but I just made it up. There may not be as much tangible strategies to apply and implement in your life. This one's going to be more of a story, a story of my personal network care, network spinal care rather journey. I realized that a lot of podcasts I've created and a lot of content I've put out, I've talked about my chiropractic journey, yet I haven't talked about it more specifically when it comes to how I got into what it is that I do. How did I get into this crazy world called network spinal care? (laughs) And if you're not sure of what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the specific type of chiropractic technique that I facilitate, myself and Dr. Aaron facilitate at Inspire Life Chiropractic Center. And I don't feel the word technique or even chiropractic technique does this work justice. It is its whole, it is an entire paradigm, my friends. Network spinal care was derived from what used to be known as network spinal analysis, 
what used to also be known as network chiropractic. And it's had many iterations and many versions throughout its time of existing since the late 70s, early 80s when Donnie Epstein downloaded it. And now it's been supported and backed by tons of evidence and tons of research. And while it looks gentle and while it looks specific and while it looks like sometimes we're not really doing shit on the table, my friends, network is probably the leading technique that has the most amount of evidence-based research and uh, research rather supporting it. So if you haven't already, reach out to us and ask. If you're a research junkie, we, are, we would be happy to supply you with the evidence of how it's improved people's lives, how it's radically shifted their sense of well-being, their own wellness strategies, their sense of self, not just in back and neck pain, but literally every aspect of their life. And I want to share with you how I got into it because how I got into it was definitely an initiation. And I used to be such a such a technique junkie back in chiropractic school. I was a student who would go to all the different technique seminars. I would go to all the different technique clubs, especially when I was first starting out because I was so inspired to learn all the different strategies. I wanted to become the best. I wanted to become the best chiropractor. I wanted to become the best technique person of the spine and the nervous system that you could ever imagine. Cause that was just my MO of life, right? That was just my, my way of doing life was how can I be the best and how can I do it as fast as possible? And how can I be better than everyone else, right? That was my, that was my reality. And there's still, there's still parts of me that operate that way because I like to live a life of excellence and live a life that's extraordinary. So I want to share with you more specifically this part of my story and get down to the nitty gritty details because, oh, I got to Someone's calling me. Got people calling me. Got to deny that phone call. I'm recording this, by the way. If you are listening on Spotify or Google or Apple, we also have a YouTube podcast, a video cast where you can come on YouTube and stream it with me and see me live. Uh, I'm sitting in front of my bookshelf because this is my home studio and it's really pretty behind me. I'm also wearing this, like, what I thought. This is a tangent. I'm wearing this um, this blazer that I thought was gonna be way more comfortable. And it is definitely not designed for women with big shoulders. <laughs> so uh, I might need to give this blazer away. So if you're someone who doesn't have as wide of a back and shoulders as me, uh, this blazer will be yours, I will give it to you. Anyway, I felt like wearing a blazer today because I felt cool. So let's back up. And the reason I'm doing this podcast is because I've had a number of people in the office, clients specifically ask, how did you get into this? Like, you don't just fall into this work. This work definitely chooses you. So I felt, you know, it's time. It's time to share with you all how I got into this and the initiation I experienced that really called me into mastering this work. And it's been a journey. I've been studying Network Spinal for since 2014, so almost 10 years. And like I said, in chiropractic school, I was a technique junkie. I wanted to learn all the ins and outs of all the different techniques of chiropractic. And network spinal was not even on my radar, y'all. When it dropped into my lap, when it came to me, when it initiated me and called me into it, rather, it was not even in my consciousness. I had no idea it even existed. And I'll tell you that I am so grateful 
the way that it came to me, because I don't think if I would have discovered it any other way, I wouldn't have had the level of gratitude and reverence I have for it. Now, this podcast is not to put other techniques, other chiropractic styles in a pit. It's not to bash them. It's not to say anything bad. And there's a level of depth with network that calls you into deeper levels of exploring more than just who you are on a physical level. What do I mean by that? Well, in Network Spinal, and I'll get to this in my story, it will make sense. I'll close these loops for you. In Network Spinal, we work with not only the spine and the nervous system, but we work with the different intelligences and frequencies within your central nervous system that relate to your sense of self, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It relates to how you are in relationships, how you are when you're in a period of needing to get shit done, your spiritual self, your different identities that you take on in the world, and everything in between. And Network has a beautiful way of working with those intelligences and ways of being in your central nervous system that I have not found really anywhere else. And again, that's not to put it on a pedestal. Mind you, I was studying so many different techniques. And this one really, the reason why it's called Network, which is really cool, is that it networks some of the best strategies and techniques from other different techniques which is really, really cool. This quad's called Network because it networks them together or one of the reasons why it's called Network. So let's back up into chiropractic school. By the way, I, I got enrolled in chiropractic school in the fall of 2013 and I graduated in the fall of 2016. And it wasn't until 2014 that Network found me. And the way it found me was I was walking through the school cafeteria and for some reason, I happened to be at school at six o'clock at night, which is not uncommon as a chiropractic student. You have literally eight hours of school a day that's sitting in a auditorium learning, that's doing labs and studying in between, studying for tests, studying for quizzes. It's, it's a full-time job, y'all. It's, it's medical school. It's, it's intense. You know, we're taking anywhere from 21 to 30 credits in a semester. Okay. So this is graduate level work. It's intense. So I happened to be at the school one night, probably studying and getting ready to go home. And I found myself walking through the cafeteria and there was my friend and classmate Shannon who stopped me. For some reason, we, we, we started talking and she said, you know, what technique are you going to do? And mind you, we're only in trimester two out of 10. So choosing a niche and choosing a way of working with clients and patients wasn't necessarily on my radar yet. I just, I just wanted to be the best at like adjusting spines and checking spines and checking nervous systems. And she said, what technique are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. I'm resonating with like motion palpation, maybe a little bit of Gonstead. I don't really know. I'm just, I'm just exploring. And then an exploratory phase. I was the person also in my schooling where if people wanted to get certain things adjusted, they would call me out and have me go adjust them, which technically we weren't supposed to do. But that's not to put myself on a pedestal, but I got really good at what I was doing because I was really committed. I would go to clubs every day and I would practice my technique and my palpation outside of our schooling hours, outside of even studying. I would practice, practice, practice because I wanted to be the best. I wanted to deliver the best care. And so she asked me, what technique are you going to do? I said, I told her, 
you know, this is what I'm focusing on. She said, have you ever heard of network spinal? That's what I'm going to do. That's what got me here into chiropractic school. And I said, no, I have no idea what network spinal is. Tell me more. So she told me a couple different websites, a couple different videos to check out. And that night I looked at these videos and went down a YouTube rabbit hole probably until 2 a.m. Had to be up at 6 a.m., right? Class, class and lab started at 7 a.m. And when I get into something, y'all, I love learning and teaching. It's one of my highest values. When I get into something, I get into it. I am so focused on it. So she sent me these videos and I proceeded to go down a rabbit hole. And hearing the founder of Network Spinal, Donnie Epstein, Dr. Donnie Epstein, talk about the different intelligence of the body, how the universe connects to our lived experience as a human being. And these principles of energy, these principles of thermodynamics and applying it to the body and the mind and talking about consciousness, literally it felt like all of this stuff that I had studied for years, mind you, I was obsessed with studying laws of the universe since I can remember. When I was a young child, I remember building solar systems and being outside and studying the ants and under trying to understand why do ants build these you know, beautiful homes out of sand. I was fascinated by nature and the universe since a young age. And when I got older, I started getting into enjoying math and calculus and physics and chemistry and biology and just really understanding how and why does the universe do what it does. And so that is what actually catalyzed me in some capacity to study chiropractic because chiropractic is studying how the body heals naturally. And we, as human beings, are part of the universe and part of nature. And we live into these different principles and laws on a daily basis. So it was like this combination of all these things I absolutely loved and valued being applied to someone's healing capacity, being applied to someone's wholeness journey. So literally applying the laws of the universe and the laws of physics, which if you really understand chiropractic, it is literally understanding physics and chemistry and biology and all these laws applied to human nature, the human experience, all of this was combined. And it blew my mind. You know, the like emoji of like its head blowing off. That was me at 1am. I think it was, I think it was like the winter of 2017. Like it was, it had just gone from 2013 to 2014. And I was just obsessed. I was like, how is this even real? Like this guy has dedicated his work and his mission to bridging these concepts. And my mind was blown. And while it was late, I I might have even messaged Shannon. (laughs) And mind you, like I stayed up very late watching all these videos and just obsessing and taking notes. So I think I might have messaged Shannon or I connected with her somehow the next day. And I said, dude, I need to learn this work. Like whatever this is, this is absolutely fantastic. How can I learn more? And she said, well, there's a network spinal doctor coming to the school to check the students tomorrow. Are you interested? I said, absolutely. I would love to get a session. Now, if you, side note, if you've never seen network spinal versus a traditional maybe chiropractic adjustment, it's different. It it takes a little bit longer. You're on the table a little bit longer. The body goes through a process of reorganization and the session's about 15 minutes, not 30 seconds in and out. It's a very different approach, okay? 
And I didn't know that at the time. I had no idea. Other than some of the videos I had saw Donnie facilitate people, you know, in the YouTube video. So I was like, okay, I had somewhat of a concept of it. And so the next day, the chiropractor comes and she checks Shannon and then she checks me. And I remember laying on the table and she is checking my spine and making these very gentle specific contacts on my spine. And I just remember being able to breathe and move in a way and felt my body just so much more connected and so much more relaxed. I just felt really good when I got off the table. I was like, wow, like kind of almost like a little high, you know, I was like, that was amazing. Thank you. And I think your name is Dr. Dr. Katie. And I, I've tried to contact her before, but she literally, her and Shannon literally altered my entire chiropractic experience from that moment on. And here's why. So I remember getting off the table and just feeling so aligned and so free and so like this veil had been lifted from my body and my mind and just I felt so clear. I felt so connected, which is very common after a specific chiropractic adjustment that's honoring the central nervous system. And she went on with her day. I went on with my day, went down to a peripheral nervous system class and I sat down and just kind of like having this experience of like what just happened I feel really good. I don't really understand why, but I'm really, really intrigued. <laughs> and here's where things change, y'all. So I'm sitting in class and mind you, I'm a person where I don't skip class. I don't, I do not, not do my homework. I always do my homework. I don't skip class uh, for anything. I, I was a student when I had mono in high school. I went to school, sorry. Cats out the bag, y'all. I went to school when I had mono because I refused to miss school. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm in peripheral nervous system class and I get this pain in my right lower quadrant. And I'm thinking, oh, it's my, it's my appendix. Like, holy shit, my appendix is rupturing. And I proceed to have this like knife-like pain in my abdomen and I'm like oh it'll pass it'll pass it'll just go away maybe I'm getting my period you know I don't really know what's going on but I'm just gonna like breathe it out and deal with it right not, or not deal with it try to numb it out right keep going I can't miss school blah 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 so it gets worse and worse and worse to the point where I'm now hunched over gripping my abdomen and I start, the pain is so bad, I start sweating and I start shaking. And I'm like, I look around and no one's really like paying attention. They're paying attention to the teacher. I'm like, I can't sit here. Like this is way too much. So I remove myself from class. And mind you, for those of you who know me, I was definitely the person where I lived in the reality of like no pain, no gain, drive through, push through, push through the pain. That was a lot of my my mantra, my way of living, especially as an athlete, right? Like the more I could push through pain, the, the better and higher achiever I was. <laughs> Not with this pain, y'all. And mind you, I had experienced menstrual pain growing up. I had suppressed a lot of those symptoms with mitol, birth control, 
And all those different ways that we numb out, all those different strategies we use to numb out from our lived experience and not pay attention to the whispers. And I didn't really understand the connection until I discovered network spinal care. Because one of the tenets of network spinal care is no pain, K-N-O-W, right? Not no, not N-O, but K-N-O-W, no pain, no gain. And understand what the pain is trying to teach you. Rather than suppress it or numb it out, even with a chiropractic adjustment, you know, some pill, potion, or lotion that you're using to numb out your pain, how is pain a tool? How is pain a wake-up call to get you to radically transform your life? How can we use symptoms as an energy of evolution and reorganization rather than trying to suppress it? Because if, if you continue to suppress what's trying to get you to wake up to change your life, then eventually those whispers become a scream. And we don't want to restore things back to the way they were. I'm on a tangent here, then I'll get back to my story. The goal is not to restore your life the way it was. The goal is not to restore things back to back as normal because what got you there probably was a continuous wake-up call to get you to take radically new direction in your life. What got you there probably wasn't working. And this pain, this symptom, this experience is waking you up like a forest fire or a fire alarm in your house to get you to take new action so you can experience new results in your life. That is the difference between reorganizational healing, which is the paradigm that network spinal comes from, versus restorative healing, where it's let's just get you back to status quo, but what if the status quo in your life, just living ordinarily and living in the standard deviation of the culture wasn't actually working for you? Different paradigm, different state of consciousness. And it wasn't until I actually started studying reorganizational healing that I got this experience in my life. I chose to use it as fuel rather than perceiving myself as the victim. All the other times I ignored that in the past. All the other times in the past, I ignored the symptoms. I ignored the pain. I ignored the wake-up calls. This one, playing the whack-a-mole game, this whack-a-mole came up in my face in the middle of chiropractic school and said, yo, girl, it is time for you to choose a new path in your life. And I'm going to do it through a sensation of pain that you cannot ignore. Mind you, again, I'm not one that goes to doctors. I'm not one that, you know, chooses to like do all that stuff. I kind of just like suppress it and forget it and move on. And I prided myself on that for a long time until I realized that my pride was getting in the way of what was my actual destiny. So (laughs) I'm in school. I'm in the class. I remove myself from the class and I go to the cafeteria. Shannon happens to be there. This, this oracle of a cafeteria is just funny to me looking back on the story. And I'm hunched over in pain. I'm sweating. I'm like, Shannon, I don't know what's going on, but I have never felt this kind of pain before. And I'm like hunched over and she's kind of like feeling my spine. She's like, oh, girl, you're, you're, you're really moving through something. And mind you, she had a lot more experience and expertise in, in the work because her chiropractor was a network spinal chiropractor. She's like, dude, I think like, I don't know if this, if this is correlated, but oftentimes when you have a session like this and you've never had one, it is not uncommon for things to start to wake up. And I'll share some of that wisdom for y'all at the end of this video, but let me get through my story and then I'll, I'll piece it together for you and the wisdom from this, because perhaps you yourself, if you've received care from me or 
network spinal or any sort of healing modality, sometimes you don't feel better right away. You just feel. You feel the things that you have been suppressing for decades. And that's what I believe and know in my core being and my body was happening. So we go down to the clinic at the school and mind you, again, I'm, I'm just, I'm in tears because of the pain. Like imagine a knife jabbing it into your ovary and just twisting it again and again and again. Okay. Pretty fucking gnarly. So we go to the clinic and there's a couple of chiropractors down there and I'm telling them what's going on and they're listening to my bowels because they're like, maybe your bowels ruptured, maybe your appendix is ruptured, maybe something. And my diaphragm, or not my diaphragm, but my belly was so distended. It was so like bloated. My body's working through all this energy. And so they're listening and they're not really hearing any indicators that would tell us that the bowels had ruptured. So that's good. It's good that your bowels don't rupture. So they're adjusting me and some of the adjustments are helping. And they said, you know, I think what you need to do is you need to go to the hospital. And I looked at Shannon and I was like, no, I don't want to go to the hospital. I know what's going to happen there. They're going to try to put me on drugs and I don't want to deal with that. You know, I had this big, I had this big fear. I had this huge fear about going to the hospital because of previous hospital experiences as a kid or ER experiences where I'd go in and I just felt like they just gave me some pills and threw me to the side. And mind you, I'm in a, like chiropractic can be a very transformative time. You know, you're learning all these different things about healing and your paradigm starts to shift. And as your paradigm shifts, your sense of self and your identity can shift. <laughs> so I'm like, no, 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 I can deal with it. And, and Shannon, and then eventually my friend um, Lainey came down and they were like, Mel, you know, another thing I also tangent, another thing I didn't want to experience was a, a major hospital bill. You know, I'm in chiropractic school and taking out student loans to become a doctor. And I, I didn't want to pay a thousand dollars for an ambulance to drive me to the hospital. So Shannon and Lainey said, hey, we will drive you there. It's all good. We'll take you to the hospital. Let's figure out what's going on because they couldn't determine without doing some sort of internal work or blood tests. So I surrendered, thankfully. I surrendered and I said, fine, pain wasn't getting any better. And they just really wanted to make sure that nothing had ruptured and wasn't bleeding out from the inside out. You know, probably a good idea, right? Again, this is crunching mail, not wanting to go into that system. So I, <laughs> I ended up going to the hospital and we get there and they're like, do you want any pain pills? They asked me three different times, do you want any pain pills? And I said, no, I don't want any pain pills because I'm learning about the purpose of pain. I was such a stubborn 20, 23, 24 year old. It was hilarious. I was like, no, I don't want to learn about, I don't want, I don't want to suppress my pain. Like my pain has a purpose. They're like, okay, okay, crazy lady, whatever. So she kept coming back, offering me pain pills. And I just kept saying, no, the pain is telling me something. And, uh, I wasn't wrong. However, you know, if someone's in excruciating pain, that's, that's their strategy in their toolbox. That's what they know how to do. Right. So anyway, I, um, eventually get carted down to do an internal ultrasound and proceeded to get the internal ultrasound done. And what actually was really helping with the pain was just being with my friends and making me laugh because laughter, comedy, and pain are actually on the same track to the nervous system. So laughing with them and them making me laugh actually helped the pain get better. Interesting little neurology tip for you there. So that's why oftentimes in tragedy, 
we want to explore comedy to shift our perception. So I get this internal ultrasound done. Also, please know that this is, while it is common to feel things after your first, we call it an entrainment in network spinal care and entrainment literally means a coherence and an entrainment of biological systems syncing up, meaning in network spinal, all systems of your being. Know that, you know, it's not as common for people to end up in the hospital, so I don't want that to deter you, but it can happen. Um, Like intensity can show up, like feeling things that perhaps your body has suppressed for years. So I'm getting this internal ultrasound done and they don't find anything. I was sure that there was a cyst on my ovary, that something was going on. And there's a reason why I share this story with you. They found nothing. All they found was increased blood flow to my right ovary. No cysts, nothing had burst, nothing. And I look at Shannon and I was like, holy shit. Because everything in, everything in a textbook of my experience was telling me and would tell you if you're a doctor or a nurse, something's ruptured here. There's something going on physical. Nothing. Just increased blood flow. That was it. And I look at Shannon and I was like, there is something to this. There is something to this from a mental, emotional perspective. And in that moment, I had this experience of looking back almost like a photo album of all these moments I had suppressed physical pain, mental pain, emotional pain. All these moments had stacked up. And the way that that would express itself to get me to wake up, to trust my bodily cues from age, you know, when I got my first period Even before that, until, you know, chiropractic school, I was age 23 to 26. All these moments I had denied listening to my body. I would mask it with drugs. I would mask it with weed. I would mask it with alcohol. I would mask it with overachieving. I would mask it with schoolwork. I would mask it with MIDAL. I would mask it with birth control. I would mask it with giving away my body to sexual situations that I really didn't agree with, but I felt it was some way to at least get noticed. All these moments in that one moment, realizing, holy shit, this is an energetic pain. This is a soul pain, right? It hasn't, hadn't physically manifested other than a little bit of increased blood flow. It hadn't manifested as anything tangible that a, our limited technology can see, right? MRI, ultrasound, those things can only detect so much of our physical reality. And it was in that moment that I looked at her and I said, wow, this is a catalyst at a deeper level of healing that I didn't know was possible. And it was from that moment on that I dedicated my life to not only healing and becoming whole in my entire being, not just physical, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, generationally. But dedicating my art, my service, my craft to supporting people 
and accessing the same level of wholeness that I had started to experience through the experience of pain, waking me up and saying, Mel, it's time for you to choose a new path. It's time for you to get aligned with who you really are in a deeper capacity. And so from that moment on, I have been so grateful for that experience, so grateful for actually going to the hospital because if I hadn't gone, I would not have known the power of this work. And I would have just assumed, oh, I I have these things in my body. I would have just assumed rather than getting tangible evidence that there was actually physically nothing there But the pain that I experienced was incredibly real. To get me to understand, and hopefully you listening to this, that we are more than just our physical meat suit. We are more than just our physical bones and blood and muscles and tissues, but we have this energetic intelligence that organizes and animates all energy in the universe from organic matter to living things to inorganic matter like the books behind me. This intelligence is real and it's working with you and it permeates through you every single cell of your being every single fucking day. And when you're not in alignment with that energy that's created you and gives you life and vitality, when you are not in alignment with that, Rather, your physical system is distorted. That energy is trying to move through you. That intelligence is always with you. It's just our perception of it that gets altered and misaligned. The universe, whether it be your body, your emotions, your relationships, the culture, pain in your right ovary will get you to wake the fuck up and do something else with your life to actually pursue your true mission and vision. Not what you think your vision is based on what other people have told you and injected their values into you, but your authentic expression of who you truly are from the inside out. And this pain and these symptoms that we experience are intelligent. They are not separate from the intelligence of the universe. It is intelligent. It's a feedback mechanism and a feedback loop getting you to wake up and choose a more aligned path for who you are and your destiny on this planet. And I'm here to tell you that I have experienced that time and time again. And if you're a human on the planet, you probably have too. It's just a matter of have you answered the call? Or do you keep pressing decline? Do you keep leaving the message unread? Do you keep sending it to voicemail? Where all of a sudden, your entire voicemail box is full and things are chaotic. Your body's breaking down. But let me tell you, in the breakdown, what's possible is a massive breakthrough for you if you choose to listen and be active in the breakdown process and not see it as you being the victim of the experience but rather how can you use 
what is breaking down and dying as a catalyst for a new life that you can reorganize and build. So pain, my friends, pain and symptoms are not your enemy. They are, in fact, the solution. Pain has a purpose. Symptoms are the solvable problem. It's not something to demonize. It's not something to ignore. But it is the solution to the way that you've been living your life. It is the adaptation. The question is, how are you using it? How are you listening to it? How are you being with it so that you can transform and transmute it into a higher level, more conscious and coherent sense of self in all the ways that self is, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual? Your symptoms are not the problem. They are the solution. The problem, however, is when you try to suppress your symptoms and you don't see them as intelligent. That's where you get into this game of whack-a-mole. You take something to suppress the symptom. What happens? Well, your body, there is always, your body rather, is always living in the law of cause and effect. So you take this one thing, suppress this, it pops up somewhere else because your body is intelligent and it has to do with what it has to do with the energy that it's given and that it has and that it's recreating constantly. So if you constantly suppress the fact that, you know, giving away your body to people that you don't necessarily consent with, if that is your way of suppressing your internal physical, mental, emotional pain, you better believe that the universe, including you, you are part of the universe, will give you another wake-up call down the road. And the problem, like I said, is when we start to suppress and minimize it, thinking that the symptoms are bad, but not actually, actually, not actually asking, what is the cause of this? Where is this coming from? And asking the deeper question of why. Not how do I get rid of this thing, this symptom is the problem, but where is the actual misalignment? Is it in your physical body and your physical tissues? Is it in your mind, the misalignment of how you think, the misalignment of your emotions, connected all the way to your spiritual self? So I digress. This is my network story. <laughs> and what's funny not what's funny, but the synchronicity of the universe is after that moment, I did have a really big wake up call in my life. I got really crystal clear with why I am on this planet. And I will share since then I have not experienced that form of pain. Of course, I deal with other challenges in my life, but never have I experienced that level of pain again because I started listening. I started listening to my body. I started honoring it and asking her, what are you telling me? And being open to the answer. I started getting my nervous system more entrained on a regular basis so that I could entrain to my highest frequency, my highest expression, my highest vision and mission on this planet and letting die and letting go anything, any layers, any disillusions, any ways of being that were not in alignment with that. It's a huge metamorphosis to take on and it is so worth it my friends it is so worth it to shed the layers and the barriers and the 
armor that we take on, thinking that we have to be a certain way when what's really truth is on the inside, beneath all those layers that are meant to die and be shed, just like your skin dies every day, just like the, the skin of a snake. You're always changing. You're always growing. You're always in this metamorphosis. So worth it. It's so worth it. So I started taking care of that more often. I started really getting clear on relationships that didn't serve me. I started getting clear on friendships that didn't serve me. I started getting really clear on what I was putting in my body that I didn't really agree with, that wasn't in alignment with my most organic self. And I got really clear in things in my relationship at the time now, husband, and we had some rocky moments, right? Because as one person is maybe going through this metamorphosis, you're in one version of a relationship. And as that person has a big catalyst, the relationship either grows and changes and morphs together or it or it dies and it disintegrates. And the, either of those options is right or wrong or good or bad. It just is what it is. So I also chopped my hair off. <laughs> Those of you who have known me for a long time, my hair was really long and I, you know, I think it's there's a joke out there when a woman cuts when a woman cuts her hair, you know, she's up to some big shit. So, who knows, maybe I'll cut my hair in the next couple of weeks. No, I'm just kidding. But that was a big thing that I broke through and broke free from was so much of my identity and what I thought beauty was was attached to my hair. And I was like, "Fuck this shit." Like I am more than my hair. I'm more than my physical appearance. Do I like tending to those things now? But yes. And I realized that my essence on this planet is way more than my physical body. It's way more than my fucking hair, which is dead. Although hair, I do believe has spiritual tendencies and spiritual qualities. Now I couldn't have said that then, but I chopped it because I wanted to tell myself that I was more than just this physical meat suit. You know, it was more than just my body. And yet my body is a sacred vessel and temple for all of this like magnificence of the universe to like be channeled and poured through and expressed through. And that, my friends, really is the, the, the beautiful principle. One of the main principles of chiropractic is it's not about health. It's about, it's not just about health. A lot of it relates to your health, absolutely, but it is about your self-expression and your vitality and your unique frequency on the planet and what you are expressing on a daily basis. And that's more than just your health, right? Health is a sliver of it. So anyway, that's my story. And there's probably more and more I could go on. I'm already at 40 minutes here. So thanks for sticking with me. But I want you to know, and what I hope you've gained from sharing my story, from me sharing my story rather, is that whatever it is you're dealing with, please listen to it physical challenges, mental, emotional chaos. My invitation would be, how can you use it? How can you be with it? How can you befriend it? And how can you gain the wisdom for the experience and stop demonizing yourself? Stop demonizing your experience. Stop ignoring the pain. What if your pain and your experience had a purpose? And what if it's getting you to wake up to that? Just a question that you can take on. And perhaps seek something deeper for yourself in your own personal alignment. If you have any questions about my story, I'll of course include all the ways you can reach out to our team in the show notes. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in with me on this mini soundbite of my personal network spinal journey. Now you can see and probably hear and hopefully sense my vision and mission and my true inspiration for this work. Of what really fulfills me. It's so powerful because of my own 
journey and how I got here. And it's been 10 years in the making, y'all. So know that if you're new to this, welcome. Welcome to the journey. It is a journey that really never ends. The goal is how do you find joy in it? Let go of the outcome and the destination. Just find joy. If you're curious, I will put a video in the show notes here of what network really is of me demonstrating it on the table with my brother. It's a very short, simple video. We give it to new clients if you are curious. And I'll also drop in the link to our breathwork series that really ties nicely into this work that was a huge benefit and supporter of me healing my own body. Because that's really the goal is that you become your own best doctor and you become your own best medicine. And I want to share some other strategies that I used along with Network Spinal Care that can support your own experience and actually use your own two hands and your own breath to do it yourself. So it's called Somato Respiratory Integration. And it ha- it was and it has been a huge catalyst to my own healing capabilities and my own healing capacity. And I want to give that to you. So it's a 12 series it's a 12 video series rather that's free. Start with start with stage one and go from there. And I promise you, you're going to love it. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. This is Dr. Mal with the Project Linus podcast, where we are here to support you in the reclamation of your power, invite you to pursue your purpose, and ultimately inspire you to play all out in life. Until next time, see ya. Thank you for joining the Project Linus podcast. Did you find value in today's episode? Help us impact the lives of others by sharing this podcast with someone you know who would resonate and benefit from the Project Linus message. Excited to hear more? We invite you to subscribe on whatever platform you're tuning in on. And we'd be so grateful for you to leave us a review about what you enjoy most as well as what you'd like to hear more of. Thank you so much for all of your support. Sincerely yours in power, purpose, and play. Dr. Mel with the Project Lioness podcast. Keep rising, keep roaring, and keep inspiring.